0: Hello, and welcome to Mind Your Own Quizness. I'm your host, Morgan Burns. With me today are Will, Josh, and Sam. And to clarify, this is Somerville Josh, not to be confused with Pasadena Josh, who was here last month. Will, tell us something.
1: So what I have for you today is a lot of talk lately about they being used as a singular third person pronoun, right, instead of he or she. Um, But my fun fact is this has happened before. So in English, we have you, which is both plural and singular, but that wasn't always the case. If you think back to like the Bible and stuff in Shakespeare, there's thou and thee, which were the first person, or sorry, the singular second person pronoun. And then there was you and you was the plural version. And so like if you studied French, there's two and vous, singular and plural, but the plural is also used formally, kind of like the royal we, the plural is respectful, so in English, you started using you because the Normans to mean a respectful, pl- in addition to a plural. And basically what happened was everyone got so nervous about using the wrong one. They just stopped using "thou" and always used you to make sure you were being polite. And eventually "thou" just fell out of usage entirely.
0: Okay, cool. I did not know that you started out as plural. I did know that it started out as formal. It was formal plural, exactly like "vous" in French. Oh, cool. I've heard that's why the Quakers call each other thou, because they don't think anyone is high enough to deserve to be called you.
1: Yeah, they've kept the uh informal.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool. All
0: right? Josh, tell us something.
2: I have owned three cats in my life. Two of them are black cats. They're the best kind, my favorite kind. And I was... Frantically researching fun facts and I found out that black cats are considered good luck in most cultures other than our own, uh, with a lot more specific kind of superstitions, like in Germany, if a black cat crosses your path from left to right, it's good luck, from right to left, it's bad luck. If you're a pirate and a black cat is walking toward you, it's bad luck, but if it's walking away from you, it's good luck, and if it walks onto the ship and then off of the ship, that means the ship is going to sink. Fishermen's wives have also kept black cats as a way of kind of ensuring that their husbands would return home safely. So I feel blessed and lucky, even more so than I already did with
0: my black cats. Wow, yeah. Right. Sam, tell us something.
3: I recently completed my first air voyage since the beginning of the pandemic. My first airplane, I went to Denver. So I thought I'd share some fun Denver-themed facts. I'd like to talk about uh, Blucifer or the Blue Mustang. Are you familiar with this? I am not. It is a piece of public art that can only be described as the most cursed piece of public art in America, Um, as far as I know. It's a 32-foot-tall fiberglass uh, Mustang jumping up on its hind legs, painted entirely like Paul Bunyan blue, and it's got glowing red neon eyes. And Blucifer killed its creator, the artist Luis Jimenez. Uh, When a piece of it fell on him in his studio, uh, cutting an artery in his leg and he bled out and then his studio assistants finished it. And uh, apparently when it debuted, everyone hated it, but uh, you you know, it had literally killed uh, the the, the horse had blood on its hooves. Uh, So they were, they were not able to, so now it just kind of stands. there as this like incredibly insane and frightening curio. The first and last thing you see when you arrive in Denver, uh, because it's at the airport. (laughs) Is the Blue Mustang. Wow. The Demon Airport.
2: Once you mentioned it was at the airport, I remember seeing it and I had no idea it had such a morbid history.
0: All right. Let's get started with the questions. Question one. Theme for question one is the number 12 because this is episode 12. What annual competition changed its rules after John Souter entered it in 1990 with 12 poodles? The competition, established in 1973, commemorates a 1910 gold rush and a 1925 diphtheria outbreak. If you think a question is too hard and stumped everybody, you can write stumper. And then if everybody gets it wrong, you get a point. But if anybody gets it right, you lose a point. Question two. You can read the story of Mrs. Hilda Schrader Witcher on the website of what U.S. government office? In 1938, Hilda worked as a secretary for a wallet manufacturer. She became famous due to a poor decision made by her boss and a mistake made by over 40,000 Woolworth customers. you say that again? You can read the story of Mrs. Hilda Schrader Witcher on the website of what U.S. government office? In 1938, Hilda worked as a secretary for a wallet manufacturer. She became famous due to a poor decision made by her boss and a mistake made by over 40,000 Woolworth customers. Question three. In the 1930s, France built a line of concrete defensive fortifications named after what minister of war who had advocated for the project? Question four. In 2020, what 30-year-old singer-songwriter began re-recording her first six studio albums. Due to intellectual property law that is beyond my understanding, she owned the copyrights to the songs, but a studio owned the copyrights to the original master recordings. Can you repeat that? Sure. In 2020, what 30-year-old singer-songwriter began re-recording her first six studio albums? Due to intellectual property law that is beyond my understanding, she owned the copyrights to the songs, but a studio owned the copyrights to all the original master recordings. Question five, Yasuhiro Kubo holds a world record for the bonsai variety of what activity? It might be the most dangerous world record certified by Guinness. At the beginning of the activity, he threw away his safety equipment and then waited a record setting 50 seconds before attempting to retrieve it. Let's go over the answers. Question one. What annual competition changed its rules after John Souter entered it in 1990 with 12 poodles? The competition, established in 1973, commemorates a 1910 gold rush and a 1925
1: diphtheria outbreak. The Will.
0: Rod? Josh. This is totally a red herring because of the poodles, but I just guessed it, like the AKC dog show. Sam. I don't know. The Iditarod Trail is correct. He was really into poodles and entered with a team of 12 poodles and eight huskies. And he did this three times. I don't know how many poodles he finished with at maximum, but his third time, the officials would check periodically on the dog's health and remove some of them from the race. And in 1990, they eventually removed all 12 poodles. And so he finished with none of them. And from then on, they said, you can only run this with sled dogs.
2: Does this have anything to do with Balto?
0: Yes, the diphtheria outbreak in 1925. Balto was the lead dog on the serum run. Question two. You can read the story of Mrs. Hilda schrader Witcher on the website of what U.S. government office? In 1938, Hilda worked as a secretary for a wallet manufacturer. She became famous due to a poor decision made by her boss and a mistake made by over 40,000 Woolworth customers. Josh. Stumper.
3: Sam. U.S. Patent and Trademark Office.
0: Will.
1: I won with Stumper.
0: Stumper gets it. Correct answer is Social Security. Her boss was uh, selling wallets and thought that it would be helpful to put a, uh, a little piece of paper in the wallet that was a sample of something you might put in your wallet. And so he brought his secretary into the office and said, I need to make a copy of your social security card. And So he put her social security card in every wallet. And social security was really new at the time. So people got confused. And of course, <laughs> that wasn't your Password for everything back then. So people would just get confused and use her social security number instead of their own. Mm. 078051120, the most famous social security number.
3: Okay, but what's the second most famous social security number?
2: <gasps> like Harry
0: Truman or something? Well, what's your social security number, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> Question three. In the 1930s, France built a line of concrete defensive fortifications named after what Minister of War who had advocated for the project? Sam? Maginot. Will? Maginot. Josh? Do not know. Maginot is correct. That was the Maginot line, which I guess would have been helpful if they had finished building it and if airplanes hadn't become very popular that's the extent of my understanding about the Maginot line.
3: It's not like airplanes didn't exist in World War I. I think it's more that they... like
0: the Germans went
1: around it through Belgium or something. Like I think it stopped, it was only on the German border, and so they just didn't go through the German border or something, but I might be mistaken.
0: Question four. In 2020, what 30-year-old singer-songwriter began re-recording her first six studio albums Due to intellectual property law that is beyond my understanding, she owned the copyrights to the songs, but a studio owned the copyrights to all the original master recordings. Will.
1: Taylor Swift.
0: Josh. Taylor Swift. Sam. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is correct. Question five. Yasuhiro Kubo holds a world record for the bonsai variety of what activity It might be the most dangerous world record certified by Guinness. At the beginning of the activity, he threw away his safety equipment and then waited a record setting 50 seconds before attempting to retrieve it. Josh. Total guess, but tightrope walking. Sam.
3: Also a guess. I said eating fugu sushi. (laughs) Will. I
1: really hope I'm wrong, but I'm saying skydiving.
0: I wish you were wrong too, but that is the correct answer. <laughs> that seems like the worst idea. He uh, like throws is. it out
1: and goes and catches it. Jesus.
0: Yes, which is scary enough if you're not trying to set a record. Like It's one thing to just throw it out and immediately jump after it. But he's like, no, someone else can break my record if I only wait 30 seconds. I have to wait 50 seconds. Is that what the
2: bonsai variety means? You throw away your parachute first and then jump out?
0: So the activity is called bonsai skydiving. Right, right, right. Um, And I, yes, and that's, yeah, it means you throw your parachute out first and then jump after it. Mm. Um, I learned about it from an interview with a Guinness World Records employee. They were talking about what they do and don't allow and how they don't allow any records that endanger other people or endanger children, but I guess their view is like if you're an adult and you want to risk your own life to get into the Guinness Book of World Records, go for it. Here's a fun
1: fact I could have used. The Guinness Book of World Records actually is affiliated with the Guinness Beer Company and it was created to uh, settle bar arguments.
0: This question was brought to you by today's sponsor, Parachutes. If you're ever jumping out of an airplane mid-flight, be sure to wear a parachute. All right, so at the end of the first quarter, uh, Will has five points. Josh has two points. Sam has two points. Question six is your on this day question. On November 22nd, 1718, Lieutenant Robert Maynard killed outlaw Edward Teach just outside of North Carolina. Edward Teach was better known by what nickname? Sorry, could you say the date again? November 22nd, 1718. And the principal's names again? Lieutenant Robert Maynard and Edward Teach. Question seven. In 1993, Senator Joe Biden made a guest appearance on what PBS show? In the brief segment, Biden called the show's host, Greg Lee, to congratulate him on a congressional resolution that would have named him the best detective of the year. The TV show was an adaptation of a work released in 1985 by Broderbund. Question 8. In September 1997, the FDA requested that manufacturers withdraw from the market what double talk weight loss drug that had been causing heart and lung diseases? Question 9. The following are lyrics from what song that topped the Billboard Hot 100 for five weeks in 1999? Woke up in New York City in a funky, cheap hotel. She took my heart and my money. She must have slipped me a sleeping pill. She never drinks the water, makes you order French champagne. And I'm going to
1: ask you to repeat them.
0: Sure. These are lyrics from a song that topped the Billboard Hot 100 for five weeks in 1999. Woke up in New York City in a funky, cheap hotel. She took my heart and my money. She She must have slipped me a sleeping pill. She never drinks the water, makes you order French champagne. Question 10. Sherwood Schwartz created what ABC sitcom that first aired in 1969? He wanted to include a divorced character, but the network wouldn't allow it, so they reached a compromise wherein the character never specified how she became single. The end result is a strong implication that her three daughters have a deadbeat father who has completely disappeared from their lives. Let's go over the second quarter. Question six. On November 22nd, 1718, Lieutenant Robert Maynard killed outlaw Edward Teach just outside of North Carolina. Edward Teach was better known by what nickname? Sam. Blackbeard. Will. Blackbeard.
2: Josh. Uh, I had no good guess for this one.
0: Blackbeard is correct. Question seven. In 1993, Senator Joe Biden made a guest appearance on what PBS show? In the brief segment, Biden called the show's host, Greg Lee, to congratulate him on a congressional resolution that would have named him the best detective of the year. The TV show was an adaptation of a work released in 1985 by Broderbund. Will.
1: Mathnet.
2: Josh.
0: Sesame Street. Sam? Ghostwriter? No. Correct answer is where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Oh, Oh, of course. Question eight. In September 1997, the FDA requested that manufacturers withdraw from the market what double talk weight loss drug that had been causing heart and lung diseases? Josh? Don't know. Sam. Fenfen. Will. I put stomper. Uh Fenfen Fen is correct. Short for uh, Fenfluramine, Fentermine. Question nine. The following are lyrics from what song that topped Billboard Hot 100 for five weeks in 1999? Woke up in New York City in a funky cheap hotel. She took my heart and my money. She must have slipped me a sleeping pill. She never drinks the water. Makes you order French champagne. Sam, meet Virginia. Will, dinner out. Josh, Stumper. Stumper gets it. That is mm. live La Vida Loca. Question ten. Sherwood Schwartz created what ABC sitcom that first aired in 1969? He wanted to include a divorced character, but the network wouldn't allow it, so they reached a compromise wherein the character never specified how she became single. The end result is a strong implication that her three daughters have a deadbeat father who has completely disappeared from their lives. Will. The Brady Bunch? Josh. The Brady Bunch. Sam. The Mary Tyler Moore Show. Brady Bunch is correct. Mm. They... They mention specifically a few times that the boy's mother has passed away, but they never say that about the girl's father because the creator wanted it to be canon that, her, that their parents were divorced. But because they never talk about him or go see him, it's just sort of implied that he's, uh, he's just around somewhere and has uh, abandoned them. So at the end of the first half, uh, Will has six points. Josh has four points. Sam has four points. The Twitter account for the show is at MYO And the email address is at at gmail.com. So if you have any questions, comments, complaints, or ideas, feel free to send them to me at MYO If I don't have
2: email or Twitter, could I contact you via your social security number?
0: Uh, yes, my social security number is 078- 051120. Perfect. So, how do social security numbers get assigned?
1: If that lady way back then was 001, they must not be going like numerical order.
0: I think the first five digits are geographic, and the last four, I guess, uh, yeah, I don't know. Last four are, I think, independent of where you're born, but I don't want to say they're serialized because they're probably not. Well, I hope the
1: contestant for the next episode, whoever you are, is listening right now and brings that fact. So I want to know.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, we could probably just put our heads together and figure it out. If you all told me your social security numbers <laughs> and some of your other like date of birth, like I'm sure we could suss it out.
1: <laughs> I see no
0: flaws in this plan. Oh. No. Question 11. Shri Shri. That's S.R.I.S.R.I. Is an honorific given to what spiritual leader who founded the Art of Living Foundation? He shares his first and last name with the Grammy-winning sitarist who taught George Harrison how to play sitar. Question 12. An ancient Roman unit of measurement equal to roughly 329 grams and a constellation in the southern celestial hemisphere are both named after what mythical object held by the goddess Themis? Question 13. One of the earliest recorded speculative bubbles was in 17th century Netherlands, where people were paying absurd prices for what plant that had originated in Persia. This plant still appears on postage stamps and coins in Iran, and festivals are held to celebrate it in the Netherlands. Can you say that again? One of the earliest recorded speculative bubbles was in 17th century Netherlands, where people were paying absurd prices for what plant that had originated in Persia, this plant still appears on postage stamps and coins in Iran, and festivals are held to celebrate it in the Netherlands. Question 14. In soccer, a move that involves passing or dribbling the ball through an opponent's legs is named after what spice? The spice is cultivated from the seed of an Indonesian evergreen tree. Question 15. The first word of the Quran is what Arabic word for in the name of God? It is included in the lyrics of Bohemian Rhapsody. Hey, could you do 14 again, the through the leg soccer move? Sure. Question 14. In soccer, a move that involves passing or dribbling the ball through an opponent's legs is named after what spice? The spice is cultivated from the seed of an Indonesian evergreen tree. Let's go for the answers for the third quarter. Question 11. Shri Shri is an honorific given to what spiritual leader who founded the Art of Living Foundation? He shares his first and last name with the Grammy-winning sitarist who taught George Harrison how to play sitar. Josh? I don't know. Sam? I guess Ray? Will? Ravi Shankar? Ravi Shankar is correct. I very recently learned that there are two famous Ravi Shankars. Question 12, an ancient Roman unit of measurement equal to roughly 329 grams and a constellation in the Southern Celestial Hemisphere are both named after what mythical object held by the goddess Themis? Sam?
3: Don't know.
1: Will?
0: Through the scales, like Libra scales? Uh, Josh? Don't know. Libra, the root of pounds, and of course the astrological sign. Question 13. One of the earliest recorded speculative bubbles was in 17th century Netherlands, where people were paying absurd prices for what plant that had originated in Persia. This plant still appears on postage stamps and coins in Iran, and festivals are held to celebrate it in the Netherlands. Will. Tulips. Josh. Sunflowers. Sam. Tulips. Tulips is correct. Question 14, in soccer, a move that involves passing or dribbling the ball through an opponent's legs is named after what spice? The spice is cultivated from the seed of an Indonesian evergreen tree. Josh. I don't know. Sam. I said cardamom. Will.
1: I don't know, so I'm guessing mace.
0: Uh, no, the correct answer is nutmeg. Question 15. The first word of the Quran is what Arabic word for in the name of God? It is included in the lyrics of Bohemian Rhapsody. Sam? Inshallah. Will? Bismillah. Josh? Inshallah. Correct answer is Bismillah. Inshallah means if God wills it. So at the end of the third quarter, Will has 10 points. Josh has four points. Sam has five points. Uh,
3: It's neck and neck for a second.
0: Yeah. Question 16. This is a long one. What retail store was founded as a high-end sporting goods store in 1892 in Manhattan by a man named David? In 1900, a man named Ezra made a large investment and appended his last name to the name of the store. After some financial troubles, including a 1976 bankruptcy, the store was bought by The Limited in 1988, and the business pivoted away from sporting goods. The store, which now has over 1,000 locations, was featured in a 1999 pop song. Everyone ready? Mm -hmm. Question 17. Founded in 1845 by New Englanders Asa Lovejoy and Francis Pettigrove, What city west of the Rockies was a coin toss away from being named Boston? Question 18, before writing his famous self-help book, an author named Dale changed the spelling of his last name to match that of what influential Scottish-American businessman?
3: Sorry, can you repeat that?
0: Sure. Before writing his famous self-help book, an author named Dale changed the spelling of his last name to match that of what influential Scottish-American businessman? Question 19. In a 1986 film, Kathleen Turner played what title role opposite Nick Cage? The character shares her name with a title character from two Buddy Holly songs.
2: What was the year of the film?
0: 1986. Can I get every other part of that question? (laughs) In a film. In a 1986 film, Kathleen Turner played what title role opposite Nick Cage? The character shares her name with a title character from two Buddy Holly songs. Question 20. What novelty song with a rhyming title reached number three on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1965? It was written by Shirley Ellis and Lincoln Chase and recorded by Shirley Ellis, There are literally millions of versions of the song, most of which have not been recorded. The version that charted was about people called Shirley, Lincoln, Arnold, Tony, Billy, Marsha, and Nick. The first word of the title is the, and the other two words are a rhyming phrase. Let's go for the answers. Question 16, what retail store was founded as a high-end sporting goods store in 1892 in Manhattan by a man named David? In 1900, a man named Ezra made a large investment and appended his last name to the name of the store. After some financial troubles, including a 1976 bankruptcy, the store was bought by The Limited in 1988, and the business pivoted away from sporting goods. The store, which now has over 1,000 locations, was featured in a 1999 pop song. Will. Neiman Marcus. Josh. William Sonoma. Sam. Woolworths? No, it was Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh,
1: ah! uh! <laughs> <laughs> I like girls who wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I remember that song.
0: My dad still to this day thinks that Abercrombie and Fitch is a sporting goods store. Question 17. Founded in 1845 by New Englanders Asa Lovejoy and Francis Pettigrove. What city west of the Rockies was a coin toss away from being named Boston? Josh. I'm guessing Portland. Sam. I'm guessing Salem, Oregon. Will. Portland, Oregon. Portland is correct. Salem's a good guess. That's uh, probably also founded by New Englanders. I haven't looked into the origins. Or witches. Or witches. Question 18. Before writing his famous self-help book, an author named Dale changed the spelling of his last name to match that of what influential Scottish-American businessman? Sam. Uh, JP Morgan. Will. Andrew Carnegie. Josh. Carnegie. Carnegie is correct. It's how to win friends and influence people question 19. In a 1986 film, Kathleen Turner played what title role opposite Nick Cage? The character shares her name with a title character from Two Buddy Holly songs. Will. The Wicker Man. Josh.
2: Stumper, but my other guess is well, wait The what ra- it- oh. R-
0: okay. r- oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Sam. Sam. Peggy Sue? Peggy Sue is correct. No! Peggy Sue got married. (laughs) Title character of the songs, Peggy Sue and Peggy Sue got married. Question 20, what novelty song with a rhyming title reached number three on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1965? It was written by Shirley Ellis and Lincoln Chase and recorded by Shirley Ellis. There are literally millions of versions of this song, most of which have not been recorded. The version that charted was about people called Shirley, Lincoln, Arnold, Tony, Billy, Marsha, and Nick. The first word of the title is the, and the other two words are a rhyming phrase. Josh. The name game. Sam. The hokey pokey. Will. The name game. The name game is correct. People loved the name game in 1965.
1: Is that the like Johnny, Johnny, Bob
0: It is. Oh, wow. Charted. That's amazing. People I were, people like were calling name. the radio and saying, hey, can you play that song that goes Shirley, Shirley, Bo Burley? And the DJ was like, can I? I love that song. It's a weird time. Your final scores. Will has 13 points, Josh has six points, Sam has six points. Dang. Congratulations, Will. Thank you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Tie for everyone
2: else. Is there a tiebreaker?
1: Oh yeah, you gotta have a tiebreaker for second.
2: Here's an idea for tiebreakers. We each give our social security number and who has <laughs> higher wins. Sam, you go first. Yeah. M- mine's nine nine nine
3: nine oh, nine. Oh, shit. 999. Nine, nine.
2: That's really high. Yeah. Mine is, mine is 1, 2, three, four, five, six, 7, eight, nine, so. oh. <laughs> Is
3: there a tiebreaker?
1: The trivia I used to go to in DC, the host would do... Um, he would just name a category... And you get like seconds to name in. Whoever can't name one first loses. But he would do things like local bars because everyone was from the same
3: neighborhood. <laughs> oh yeah, we can do that.
1: that. Okay, Nicolas Cage movies. Go starting
2: with Sam. The Rock. The Moonstruck. Wild at Heart. The Vampire's Kiss. Adaptation. The Wicker Man. Numbers. Uh, pig. Face Off. National Treasure.
3: National Treasure Book of Secrets.
2: Upcoming Untitled National Treasure 3
0: movie. Uh, no, I don't think, think that, that counts. counts. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Congratulations, Sam. Got second okay. place. Will, thank you. i half of
3: those. I got the cage brain.
0: Find Your Own Quizness is produced by me, Morgan Burns. Our theme music is Nothing Changes by Ian Clark, distributed by ClipDad.com.